Okay, well, we are on and live, and I want to say thank you, thank you. Y'all got my mentor here with me for this interview today. I am so excited (laughs) to wrap up the year. We are talking live to an amazing woman of God um, who has just been such a blessing to my life and the lives of many women across the nation. And so I am going to just quickly just share, um, and I'll let um, her introduce herself in our own way, but to our listening audience, you know, we have been doing our series on prepare for the marketplace and we've been talking to visionaries and leaders all across the U.S. who have started or either continued their businesses and brands during the pandemic. And so we are going to be able to hear from somebody who I look up to very, very much today. And I will introduce um, to some and present to others, my mentor, Dr. Karen Lomax. Dr. K, are you here? Are you in the room with us? <laughs> yes, I am. I am in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited. Even though the microphone was giving you the business, I'm glad that you are here. Oh, my thankful. <laughs> so, so awesome. So, Dr. K, can you tell us a little bit about yourself as we prepare to get started for this interview? Oh my goodness, which little bit do you want? (laughs) I don't know where to begin anymore. I don't know where to begin. God has been so, he has just blessed me in just so many different ways and in in so many different avenues that I I just don't know where to begin anymore. I I just did an interview last night and, you know, and, and so I was like, do people want my bio anymore or do they just say, hey, just go to Google? What do I do now? So, (laughs) <laughs> but I, I am a serial entrepreneur, but first and foremost, I am a woman of God. I'm a mother of two adult children and the grandmother of an amazing new little grandbaby. I'm just enjoying the grandma life over here. Um, I also have my own personal ministry out there, Karen Lomax Ministries. I have a publishing and editing company at Kairos editing and publishing. Um, I have a life coaching academy <laughs> at her life coaching academy. So it just goes on and on and on. Um, but most and foremost, you know, I just tell people I'm just me. Uh, I mean, all those titles and all those accolades. Um, that's just all they are. Um, but underneath the surface, when you peel back the layers, I'm just me. I'm, I'm just like anyone else. Um, I'm just a lover of people. Uh, I'm a lover of God. I'm a lover of positivity. Um, anything that's positive and anything that God is blessing, I support it. And so that's that's just a little bit about me. I'm just a plain old country girl um, from Missouri um, who got dropped off in California and just making it out here. <laughs> <laughs> California love. I'm sending love all the way from Virginia to your home. Congratulations on your new grandson. Excited to see him grow and hear stories as he continues to journey and with your daughter. Congratulations to her as well. Um, Did you guys have a great Christmas? Yes, we did. He was the Christmas. Um, he, He was the Christmas. He was the New Year. He's he's going to be my next couple of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love it, love it, love it, love it. So, so excited for you and um, to watch his journey because I know he's he's just so cute. I was like, oh my goodness, I could just take him home. I know, <laughs> I know he just, you just don't want to put him down. He's just so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> I love it, love it. So you share so much about what you're working on, which is just, a great inspiration for me. I'm definitely following in your footsteps as the Lord has led me to do some different projects. And um, just to let you know that the inspiration for this series came from just being able to, you know, start my consulting firm and talking to different visionaries who have been really living life during the pandemic. I've had a chance to really get to know several of them and just hear their stories. And so today, we just want to chat with you a little bit about your experiences as a serial entrepreneur, as a, as a visionary during the pandemic. Um, but I want to first just ask you the question, what is your definition of vision, Dr. K? Oh my goodness. My definition of vision is seeing with clarity. That That's my definition of vision. It's seeing with clarity and it's hearing with clarity as well being able to hear and see clearly um especially to what it is that god um, wants you to do um so often we can get distracted by vision because we want to see somebody else's vision but for me vision is that thing um that god has put inside of you your dna it's there in your dna it's engrafted in um it comes along with your purpose it aligns with your purpose And so that's what vision is. It's being able to see and hear clearly concerning your purpose and your destiny. That's what vision is to me. I love the fact that you emphasize your when you talk about vision, because, you know, one of the things that has been a theme in all of our interviews, people were just sharing about you know, how they came up with the inspiration for their businesses, you know, several individuals who started their businesses during the pandemic and then others who've been in the businesses for a while, you know, been doing their thing for a while. And it's been great to hear that each individual person had a clear picture of what they wanted to do, you know, and how they wanted to impact lives. And I wanted to go back to something that you shared, being a lover being a lover of people and also helping people to kind of develop vision, what has been one of the biggest things that has, um, I guess, inspired you to be able to continue to push through managing so many different responsibilities and hats and still working with people? I think that for me, the biggest thing is knowing um, when to stop Um, and knowing when something is, and and some people don't feel this as an inspiration, but to me, it's inspiration is it's okay to start over. It's okay. If you see something is not working that may need to be tweaked, or it's just not going the the way that um, God needs it to go. It's okay to scrap something and begin again. That is my biggest inspiration is knowing that you can scrap it and begin again so that it's right so that it's the exact way that God wants it to be Um, so many people see what I have accomplished but they don't see how many times I scrapped it before it got to where it is to where it works right now so it's 
you know, come to fruition over the years. Um, and it's hard when, when people try to do what you do in 10 minutes, what took you 10 years, because they just see how it operates and they see how it moves now. So for me, inspiration comes from people that have had to scrap their business and start over all over again. So I love, I, I love, um, reading stories and hearing stories and testimonies from people who say, you know what, I got to this point and realized I was going in the wrong direction and I scrapped it and I started over. That inspires me because it tells me that you're not too haughty and you're not too egotistical and narcissistic to say, oh, because I want it to go this way, this must be the right way. So I take inspiration from those who who may seem like they're the underdog and they seem like they're not where they're supposed to be, but they are because they understood that in order to make it do what it do, they had to undo it first. So that's that's where my inspiration comes from. And of course, you know, all of those and, and you guys and, and from my mentees and, and those that I have, have coached and things, I get inspiration from that um, because I look and it, it lets me know that I didn't make a mistake when I scrapped it and did it again. It lets me know that I'm doing it right. Um, and it's on track. Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm over here like, that's my story. <laughs> yeah. Scrap and did it again. That's actually how we connected because I was in the process of scrapping. <laughs> yes. And this right here is not what God has and starting <laughs> completely over. Um, I just thank God for you and your obedience to just walk with, you know, me personally during that process, because even this podcast was birthed out of me having to go back again to God and say, Lord, what is it that you really want me to do? You know, and so um, even the inspiration for this podcast, I started doing a podcast when I first started my personal ministry and nobody else was doing podcasts during that time. And so I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. I don't know what this is gonna look like. And then I put it on the back burner and to be able to like continue to walk through this journey, like starting over and then seeing this podcast kind of come to fruition. It's been very exciting. Like I get so excited to be able to interview people and just be able to share <laughs> my heart, you know? And so that is a complete example of that. And I think another thing that, you know, I love that you shared was just being able to be inspired by the people who you lead, because as a visionary, you know, there's a clear direction that you have, but also there are people who God will have follow you and glean from you as you maneuver, you know, through that process. And so I want to step back, though, and ask, like, how did you start your visions, businesses, brands, like the very first baby. What was the first baby of your vision and how did you get started with it? My very first baby. My very first baby, and, and a lot of people think hers was the very first baby. Hers was not the very first baby. Um, hers was uh, sort of like a, a branch off of me and, and I had it written down I just never did anything with it until after hers came along but my very first baby was my after the storm uh, prayer conference call that was my very first baby I just never moved on it until after I moved on hers <laughs> um, but it was it was all written out 
And so I was like, okay, I know I'm supposed to go in this direction. I just don't know what to do, how to do, you know, all of this stuff was brand new. All of these conference calls, lines, all this stuff was brand new to me. And it was hard trying to get people to help me like navigate and and try to figure out how to work it. And so I kind of left it. I kind of left it. Um, I continue to to build on it and, and say, okay, this is how I want it to look. This is how I want it to go. I need to get, you know, guests and all this type of stuff. So I while I was building that, I kind of I kind of just petted it a little bit. And then came the divorce and all of this stuff. And so through devastation and through trauma came hers. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, you want me to do what? in the middle of hurting, in the middle of trying to heal and recover and, you know, just basically losing my mind all over the place. Um, God wanted me to, God wanted me to develop this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want me to develop this in the middle of, in the middle of going through, you want me to develop an entire life coaching program. I was like, I don't even know anything about life coaching. <laughs> So all of this came through a, a lot of a lot of devastation, a lot of storm, a lot of trials, a lot of hurt and a lot of disappointment. Um, but in the middle of the night, uh, I had a person call me and they kept saying, when are you going to move on the thing God has told you to move on? And. I was like, well, number one, you know, going through a divorce, I don't have any money. You know, we just don't have money for a lot of things. I have money, but not for that. And so in the middle of the night, he um, asked me, did I have PayPal? Didn't know anything about PayPal. So he helped me set up PayPal and sent me, invested in me. And we got on LegalZoom and did all the paperwork, pay for everything and you know, and 10 days later, I had paperwork stating that I had a life coaching business. So that that's how it started. And I didn't even know how to market. I didn't know how to promote. And so just to keep myself encouraged, I, you know, designed this mug. Um, I had a, I had a logo that I, that I did on an app on the phone. Was just learning the little basic stuff. And so I was like, I want to put this on a mug just so I can keep myself encouraged. And always said, you know what? People have mugs, but it's only one-sided. I was like, I want to be able to see my logo however I set it on on my desk and keep myself, you know, motivated. And so I went to Vistaprint and put the logo on a mug. And then I went to Walmart, bought me some $5, you know, um, cardstock and made me some just plain business cards. And I just took a photo of the mug when I got it. And I said it on Facebook and I just said, you know, motivation. And I had a lady just says, um, where'd you get that mug? What is it? And I told her what it was. And she says, okay, I need 14 of those. And I was like, what? (laughs) She said, yeah, I need 14 of those. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is just from Vistaprint. You know, and I was like, okay, now I need to figure out how I'm going to get this lady 14 of these mugs. And uh just so happened I went to my mailbox and there was this uh little booklet that came in the mail and I love them and, and they're called CTA um CTA Inc and they had this special on mugs 
So I ordered like 300 mugs, ordered 300 mugs. And so the lady says, well, what is this about? And then I told her what it was about. And she's like, oh, she said, well, do you have T-shirts? In my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have T-shirts. I'm supposed to have T-shirts. So, of course, I went on um, Vistaprint again because they do shirts as well. But they're not of good quality. I'm telling y'all now. And I ordered one shirt for myself just to see what it's going to look like. And I was like, oh, I kind of don't like this. And then one of my friends was telling me, um, she's like, hey, you want to ride with me? I need to go pick up my shirt from this from this uh, store. And I was like, okay. And she took me to the store with her. And while she was in there, and I was like, okay. You know, I said, okay, well, they do t-shirts. I was like, but, you know, I don't know. And then at the time, my pastor, he had had this logo put on the back of his, on the back of his car. And I was like, who did that? And it was the same people who had did my girlfriend's shirt. So I went back and I started talking to the young man, come to find out he was a student at the school where I was um, an educator. And he was like, I got you. He said, I see you all the time at school. He said, I got you. He said, what you want? And I'm gonna give you a discount. Went there in shirts and they just, it just took off. And I was like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like now I got, a, I got mugs going. I got t-shirts going. I was like, how's this connecting? How is this life coaching? This is not what it is. And so I was in the middle of getting my human degree and I said, because I love, I love academia. So love education is just it for me. And so I'm there and I hey, we have a hybrid program. We want to know if you would be interested in doing life coaching. And what we're going to do is we're partnering with Light University, but it would mean you would have to take another semester of classes and I said okay let's do it I was like God are you really making it this easy and so I did it and then when I graduated I I went up and I got my my diploma that they were giving me my degree and then they just start stacking them on top and I was like well what in the world I was looking for like you know human service counseling um, you know a master service and life coaching so they gave me the degree and then I had four credentials from from life coaching and I was just stunned and God was like go go and I was like oh my god I was like so put myself out here as this life coach so I was like I need a life coach so I found me a life coach um, love her she's a business coach and so she kind of helped me navigate all these areas and then in the midst God was like okay well you just can't leave the men out it makes no sense if you're gonna you know kind of help the women get straight but to leave the men just dangling so the his came into place and I was like okay I don't have a husband I don't know anything about you know just men and you know I just know the general stuff but getting into their psyche and what they need and you know and all that stuff and I was like oh my gosh I was like I can't do this so I must be getting ready to get married because this is for men and God just start dropping specific men in the ministry in my in my spirit. And I call one. Me and him ended up going to chaplain school together. Graduated. Didn't know that we were going to be doing ministry together. And he was one of the ones that God dropped my spirit. And I called him. 
and then it started with another one and then another one and now we have we have 14 of these guys out there but it was wow yeah it was four in particular that would be my board and they would get behind me and I said hey fellas this is what God has put in my spirit what do you think and they say yeah I said okay so y'all take this thing and y'all run with it and then no we're not uh God gave the vision to you you tell us what we're gonna do you're the president and founder's thing we're just here to make sure it takes off and does what it's supposed to do and that's how that got started and so um we're restructuring again this is our third restructure but we're restructuring again um because these fellas have really been developing um some more things and and so you're gonna see some huge things come out with the his team next year um but we kind of shut things down so we can restructure get the programs together um and so that's how that started in the midst of devastation and divorce god kept making me move he kept moving me and kept stretching me in the middle of all of this and i was like oh my goodness and so now i'm like wow i can't believe that you know and since 2017 and 2016 and 15 all of this stuff right in the midst of pain um god god shifted my entire life and then i ended up writing a uh, writing a book being part of an anthology and because i didn't get what i thought i was going to get from the book you know what i mean when it comes from sales and, and that stuff didn't know anything about publishing so you know i'm signing contracts so i was sitting there looking like okay this is it well how am i supposed to do this where is the royalties blah 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 and so um god made me sit down connected with bridget parker at the time um and she published my first book solo project and when i wanted to do a second project her mother was sick and she says i can't, i can't do it and i was like well the tra- I, I got the manuscript ready and everything here it is she said i can't do it she's like my mother is sick you know she's like she is she is deathly sick she's like but what i'm going to do over the phone is i'm going to tell you how to do it and then you can do it and so i learned how to actually publish a book over a phone Um, and from there I ended up publishing my first book um, for the his team I did theirs first they didn't know that they were kind of like my guinea pigs but I did theirs first and I said if it works okay we're in there and I did theirs first and and then I did my own and then from there I had somebody else say hey such and such said that you publish can you and I was like okay God really here comes Kairos a <laughs> literary agency at the time <laughs> uh, because I was a, a literary agent and I would connect other authors with publishing companies and so now I had to switch it from literary agency now I'm no longer an agent I'm a publisher and an editor now so I had to flip everything and change the whole name of the company to Cairo's editing and publishing and now we're here <laughs> now we're here <laughs> and then here comes the life coaching academy because I just had one person reach out when I was trying to put together a little program one module and I was okay how's this gonna go and she said oh my god I'll, I'll pay you today uh, to get in your program and I was like I don't have a program I have a module God was like build build it so I did a week's worth of those modules and she says I'm paying you today 
And I said, oh my gosh. So she did it while she's working through this week worth of modules. I'm doing the next week. So when she got in the next week, I worked on the next week. And by the time we finished, it was six weeks. It started out as six weeks. Um, the first program that I ever did was a six week program. And after that, somebody else said, well, do you offer um, marriage coaching? Do you offer health and wellness? And I was like, no, but I'm credentialed in that. So I guess I need to add these three these three programs onto this program and make it a professional program for those who want all of that. And so uh, without being long-winded, you know, did all that and here we are. And, you know, we, we graduated six classes, six classes of coaches and mentors wow. starting from one module. Um, that was $450. So now everything is, is high ticketed and, you know, and, and everybody wants in now. And I was just amazed how God did it, but how many times I had to scrap it to make sure that he did it, um, that I did it the way it needed to be done. And and so from there, all of this came from divorce. That I always tell people that it came from my divorce. One of the most traumatic things I've ever been through, it came from that. And that's how we be where we are with all of this stuff. And there is more coming in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because of this pandemic, he dropped another vision um, in my hands. Literally, I was given another vision in my hands. And now I have to structure that. And you guys will see it in the new year. That's so exciting. <laughs> the whole time you were talking, I kept I kept thinking about beauty from ashes and how God can take one of the most devastating times of your life yes. and create something beautiful out of it. And your story, I've heard bits and pieces of it before, but to hear all of, and I know that's not all of it, <laughs> but just the, the birthing process of, you know, those bits and pieces I'm just like blown away because you were so resilient and determined to follow what God was telling you to do and like I am living to see the manifestation of just what you have done so far and it like you said it's not even the fullness of it like he's still speaking and still giving you stuff and I'm like, oh my yeah, that encourages me so much. Oh, I love it. I'm telling you, that's why book two isn't done yet. Book two is almost done, but I had to add in. He brought it back to my remembrance, some of the things. And so I, I when people interview me, I said, well, I can't tell it because it's going to be in the book. <laughs> You're going to have to read it to believe it. And, and so it, it has been, man, it, it's been crazy, but it's been good. You know what I mean? You, you look back and you just say, man, I can't believe that God brought me through all of that stuff. And I'm still not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know. Um, I, I'm in my right mind and, and I've, you know, still got my health, even though, you know, my health was affected in the midst of all of this. And again, this year got, you know, hit with some things health-wise, which people are going, you know, I'll explain more of that in, in the new year and the testimony from that. But even in the midst of all that, he still did something else this year that was huge. And I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, now what am I supposed to do with this? And then it dropped in my hands, literally. 
So now I got to get to work again. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I am waiting for book two. <laughs> I am on the edge. As soon as you are doing pre-orders, go ahead and just put my name on the list because I re- finished reading book one and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, that's I read it myself and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Karen, did you really leave people hanging like this? Like, okay, you got to do book two. Um, but here on your podcast, I am able to share. Um, I haven't shared it anywhere else yet. But here on your podcast, I am able to share. I talked to, to my friend um, that book one, two, and three they're all going to be a trilogy, but they're going to be a, um, they're going to be screenplays. They're going to be. Screenplays. Wow. Short, short film. <laughs> so short film. So I'm working with a producer right now for book one. That's why I keep urging everyone get book one before book two comes out. Um, because I am working uh, with a producer for a short film. Uh, she read it. She loved it. Um, she used to um, be a producer on the set for Dr. Phil and she broke out and started her own um, company and so I'm going to be working close with her in the new year and she read that book and she said okay where's the rest because this is a blockbuster so it's going to be like a series so it's going to be some short film you guys so people are listening trying to figure out what is book one (laughs) what is the name how can they get it so you got to give them at least the title. Dr. I give them the title. <laughs> it is called Let Me Tell It, The Pain. And you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Books A Million. You can get it on Barnes & Noble. You can get it on Google Books. It's out there wherever books are sold. Um, you can get it. But if you want a personal autographed copy, you can hit me up. And I'm quite sure um, uh, Pastor Veretta will make sure all that information is with the with the podcast. Um, but you can hit me up just find me y'all I'm out there just type in the name of the book a pop up and uh, and I'm on Facebook Instagram Twitter LinkedIn wherever you can you know see Dr. K y'all you can find me but um, yeah it's called uh, Let Me Tell It The Pain uh, book one and uh, book two is coming up in 2021 um, in the spring so it's coming up in the spring uh, for book two um, and that one is going to be called Let Me Tell It The Plan. I can give the title for that. It's The Plan. Because <laughs> this is a three part <laughs> trilogy, and then the last one will be The Purpose. But in this year, it's, we're going to be working on The Plan. Um, and so I'm super excited um, that, you know, that God took something that was so devastating to me. And people always say, oh, it's just divorce. People have gone to divorce. No, it's the way it was done. And when you read the book, you'll understand why it was so traumatic and why it took God almost 10 years to heal me from that. It was so traumatic. Um, and so you'll see that. Um, and then there's there's going to be a like a, a little, you know, as they say, spinoff from that. And it will be after the storm. Um, that's going to be a book and it will go along with that because I had started writing that and God said no you need to write the other story first so they can understand what after the storm really is about 
and so that that'll be coming out as well really really soon um after the storm and uh seven steps to reclaiming your life after divorce um because we don't have that um in in the the kingdom we we tend to avoid that but we have so many people um that are living with the devastation um, of a divorce it, it's the death of a relationship and and we have to do the recovery we we have to do the recovery and so god is god is just he's, he's doing some stuff so y'all will see it all unfold in 2021 um uh, the, the way that god does things in this grand wise grand wise way that he does things that even have me over here looking like wow and i'm supposed to do this <laughs> you know but um yeah it it, it was thinking about any to do it oh my gosh so awesome also i just want to put this plug in she also has written several other books um and so please check dr karen lomax out on amazon um one of my faves is leading to lead um so check that out great book for leaders great book for leaders leadership principles and then there is god is a journal for spiritual reflection both available on amazon um and listen you got to get let me tell it the pain you gotta get it if you have not ordered it you should be ordering it right now you gotta get your hands on make sure you get your hands on leading to lead good to great leadership principles you want to get the book i'm giving y'all a hint right now you want to get the book and the journal you want to get it i mean it you really want to get it but what's coming up in the new year yes listen i'm all in for all of it love it love it love it love it so i'm just over here just so excited like i can't wait for book two i'm excited to hear what this next vision is gonna be like i'm all completely all in i really want to tell it so bad but all i can do is kind of just wink and nod and say get leading to lead get the great leadership principle get it get it get it <laughs> that book and journal is being used right now i want to throw this in because i, I it would be remiss of me uh it is being used right now in three different seminaries for leadership courses and they're using it to train leaders uh, for ordination and licensing um and so you want to get it y'all <laughs> for what's coming that's all I can say. But you want to get it. But I, I thank God for that because I wasn't even um, planning on that being anything except for just the, you know, me doing it out of obedience. And it stemmed from a ministry project I did when I got my MDiv. When I had, you know, got my Master of Divinity for uh, the Army Chaplaincy, I had to get my Master of Divinity um, to do that. And so it started out as a ministry project from school and into that. And so y'all y'all keep hearing me say school and seminaries and get the books. <laughs> but uh, the, the seminaries and schools are using it for their textbooks. So I'm grateful to God for that um, because I had no idea he was going to do that. I, I really, really did it. And I'm gonna let you guys know now, there's some editing uh, faux pas in there 
and I was going to have my publisher to fix it because I was like, ooh, that, that's out of place right there. And I was going to have her to, have her to fix it. But before I could have her to fix it, these seminaries had bought the book and said, oh my gosh, we love it. So I have to leave it as is. I can't fix the faux pas, y'all, because they love it as is. And that's another thing. Sometimes what we see as a flaw, somebody else appreciates that. They see it as uniqueness. So this is for those people that are out there writing books and everything. Don't worry about perfection. God will use it any way that he wants to use it and as is sometimes. And so I I won't even mess with it at this point. I'm not going to mess with it. You heard it from the visionary herself. Get it, get it, get it, get the books. Get all of the books. You need all of them in your library. I have a free one, though. I have a free book. A free book is the one-on-one. Um, how to how to uh, bring more um, happiness into your life. If, if you want that one, um, a guide to, you know, to bring more happiness into your life, that's free. If you want that one, hit me up because um, it's over on my um, payhip dot com forward slash Lomax 72. Um, that one is a free download. Okay. So I'll make sure I share that information too, so that everybody can check it out and follow. Dr. K, <laughs> this interview has been so great. Listen, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start, get started, start their business, start their brand? They got the baby right here at their heart and trying Listen. to figure out what to do. My what first, advice would you my share first piece of advice is trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust that you have seen and heard clearly. And then the next thing, move on it. Connect with someone who is where you're trying to get to. There are so many different, you know, people out there that they say, oh, for this, I'll do this. And oh, for this, and I'll do that. But you get with someone that is that is already sitting where you're trying to sit. They're already, they've already walked where you're walking. Get with them. But the first step, number one, is make sure that you trust yourself. Um, and, and step out, y'all. You, you can't, you can't be successful without having a couple of failures. You can't. So don't be afraid to fail. Give yourself permission to fail, number one, um, because that's, it's just all part of the process. But, but trust yourself and, and move on it. Get it out of your head. Get it on paper. Write that plan out now. Make sure you have a solid business plan. If you don't know how to write a business plan, connect to people who do that. There's consultants, there's coaches, business coaches, business consultants, do that stuff. Um, take care of the, the minor details, you guys, because sometimes those are the things that people get stuck on because they look at the big thing first. I want to get the building first. Okay, um, if that's what God is telling you to do, but did you think about what color your paint's going to be? What color is the carpet you're supposed to have? Um, you, you know, all the interior stuff. Please pay attention to the small. Pay attention to the small details. People laughed at me before I started my coaching business, and I was buying paper. I was buying paper clips. People love my paper clip story. I bought paper clips, 
some little, you know, 99 cent paper clips and about paper and about pens. And they laughed. And they said, why are you buying that? How is that going to help you right now in your coaching? Because once my coaching takes off, I'm going to need that paper to print out my contracts. And I'm going to need those paper clips to clip the checks to the contracts. You know, so that was my thinking. So I was like, I need this small stuff. You need scissors. <laughs> I need this and I need that. So make sure you pay attention to the small details. I mean, down to your thumbtacks. Pay attention to that stuff. Branding. Oh, my goodness, guys. Your branding is so important. Get it down packed and don't flip flop with your stuff. Do not flip flop. So take your time and say, okay, this these are the colors that, that God has given me. Or you just like the pretty colors. Um, and, and this is my logo. And this is my tagline. And be sure of it. That way you don't have to go back and say and undo that part. Um, because I never mess with my logo. I never mess with my tagline. I never mess with any of that stuff. I was sure when I stepped out with that. It was just how I was delivering it that I had to restructure. But once you do that, don't mess with it. Because you will start, me- because people will, will see that you're not consistent and you're not sure. And if you're not sure and you keep, you know, flip-flopping in what you're doing, they're going to be like, okay, you, you can't coach me because you can't even make up your mind whether you want this to be blue or whether you want this to be purple. You know what I'm saying? So before you put it out there, make sure that you're sure of it and, and then leave it. Leave it alone. Don't mess with your stuff. Don't mess with it. If you have to scrap it three or four times before it looks just right to you, then that's fine. But once you put it out there, don't mess with it. Don't flip flop your colors and all this stuff because it it really does mess with your consumers. It does because if, you know, today you, you're like I have pink and fuchsia and everybody's buying pink and fuchsia. And then tomorrow I decide, oh, it's going to be purple. Now they've all caught on to the pink and, you know, fuchsia. And then all of a sudden I zigzag with purple and they looking at me like, okay, well, what happened? You know, so it's that. So make sure that you're consistent uh, with your branding and what you're doing out there. Be visible. Be visible. That's number one. Um, Get out there. If you don't like doing lives, that's fine. Record a video and then post that. You know, if you're if you're trying to do ministry and get a ministry off the ground, man, y'all, there are so many uh, ministers in the marketplace right now that you can connect to. Uh, Pastor Verinda is one that she's killing it in the marketplace. You can always connect with her. She can tell you how she got started and how to how to maneuver in the marketplace in, in ministry. Um, it's the same because everybody don't get that. You know, ministry has a business side. Um, so don't be afraid to to step out. Number one, don't let fear be the reason that you don't move on something. Okay. Um, know what the, all the legal stuff you need to do with your LLCs and your 501c3s, all of those things. But the main thing is just don't be afraid to step out. Don't let fear be the reason you don't do something. Give yourself permission to 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 fall. That's it. You know, give you give yourself permission. Give yourself that wiggle room that says, ah, it, it didn't, you know, it didn't pop off the way I thought it was going to pop off. So let me go back and find out what I did wrong. But those are the things. It's getting the, the psychological part down. It's not the actual moving part. It's the psychological part. So don't psych yourself out. That's what I always tell people first and foremost is make sure you're in a good place, in a good space. You got a good support system. 
um, you got people around you who understand and can can see what it is that you're trying to do and they're going to nurture it. They're not going to try to smother it out. That's the big thing is connecting to the right people. So I hope that helped. Yes, everything you said, so great, such great information. That last point, you had shared it on the interview last night and I was catching up and I just was like, yes, if you're around the wrong people, they will smother out the greatness. (laughs) You need to connect yourself to the right people and people who, you know, they, they, they feed and speak into what God is going to do. They affirm, they encourage you, they build you up. You know, even some that will give you some, some critical, but helpful information or wisdom, guidance, direction, right? Not people who would just take, 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 suck, suck, suck the life out of you, discourage you, ask you what you're doing, why you're doing that. That don't make sense. I can't stand that. If God is telling, telling you to do it, do it. It's just that simple. If God is telling you to do it, do it. And if they keep trying to tell you the opposite, then you keep moving until you find somebody that's going to listen to what you're saying that God is telling you to do. I always tell people, if you see a lamp plugged in and the light is flickering, you're not going to leave the lamp plugged in. You're going to disconnect (laughs) from the outlet to preserve your lamp. So that's what you have to do with your vision. That's what you have to do with your baby. Um, if you're plugged in somewhere and it's flickering and you're feeling like, yeah, you know, one minute they like, yeah, and the next minute they kind of just off and on, disconnect, find a different outlet to plug into. Yes. <laughs> and it's, Look, it's, I have had to do that many times. It's shame and having to do it five, six, seven times. You know what I mean? The times I had to disconnect from people until I got plugged into the right people. And you know, and and even being plugged into the right people, you're you're gonna come to a point where sometimes you outgrow, and there's nothing wrong with that either. When you outgrow and say, okay, they've only, um, they were only supposed to, you know, be with me until I got here, um, you know. And if they don't give you their blessing for you to go to the next level, then you did yourself a favor because that's not where you're supposed to be anyway. So that. that I think about it. It's like anybody that means you any good, the moment you say, listen, I I feel that God is telling me this, let's pray about it. They're going to send you off with their blessing. If they don't, to say, well, God, thank you (laughs) for me disconnecting. You know, that's that's how this thing goes. We don't belong to people. We belong to God. We don't belong to people. Nobody owns anybody. Can you say that again? <laughs> For the people in the back we that think, might need to turn really their volume I think that, that, that's where it comes from is people forget that they don't own the people that God has given them to nurture and to shepherd. Um, you don't get to keep them forever. If they stay, kudos. But if they say, listen, it's time for me to move on to green pastures, you can't get an attitude because they want to move on to green pastures. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't understand that. It's because God owns the people. We don't. So when it's time for them to fly, you have to let go. 
if it's not meant for them to fly off and that you feel like they're flying off immaturely, they'll come back, leave, leave the nest, you know, leave the nest clear for them to come back in the nest so they can get nurtured, you know, again. But that's just the thing. We get so caught up on owning, wanting to own people. And I hear people all the time say, well, you know, my and and my and and my. And I'm sitting here like, no, it's, they're not yours. <laughs> they're not yours. They're not your people. They don't belong to you. They belong to God. And he's just giving them to you to nurture. That's it. Them to maturity. And when something becomes mature, then it's, it's right for it to go off. When your kids become grown, you're not expecting them to live with you forever. Even though they're your children, you're not expecting them to live with you forever, forever. I mean, some of them do, but you know what I mean? You're you're in your mind. It's like, okay, I nurture them. They graduate high school. They go off to college. They get married. Boom. We need to be that, that way in the ministry as well and in other areas. It's like when something matures, you got to let it go. It's not yours. And as the young people would say, <laughs> facts. <laughs> we, we're, we're, we easily let our children that. leave oh. our homes than we will let, you know, people leave our ministries. I don't understand that. And our kids belong to us. <laughs> Oof, somebody need to hear that. I hope you heard that loud and clear. Especially Why can't we say the, the same things year. like, okay, you know, yes. I taught them the way they need to go. God, they're in your hands. Why we can't be that way in the ministry? Say, you know what, God, I taught them everything that I could. Now they're in your hands. Let them fly. I don't, I, I don't get it. I mean, I do. I do. I don't know. Look, we'll have to come back and do another series on this one. <laughs> this has to be a whole nother conversation too, because. And I will tell you that even at, you know, as I've been consulting and mentoring over the past several years, I have seen that mm-hmm. as it relates to people stepping oh. out to start their businesses where they yep. have hesitated because they're waiting for the go ahead from a spiritual leader or someone who they look up to in ministry and that person may not have even done anything in that business arena Mm -hmm. so they have a level of fear and so because of their levels of fear they hold back and kind of like hoard over the people who they have been assigned to push and to encourage and they don't even have the credentials or the experience to be able to really adequately speak. And I'm all for the the standpoint of referring out when you don't know um, what to do or you don't have that skill set you refer out even. And I'll use us as an example where you have your your life coaching academy and your writer's classes. And so when I have different individuals that come into my space that say, hey, I want to write a book or hey, I want to be a life coach or a certified mentor or whatever guess what? I refer out to somebody that I trust, Dr. Karen, to be able to help to push that person to the next level. And we're collaborating to see that person grow. It takes nothing away from either one of us to support that person collaboratively. And we can see them. And I've seen these, you know, women thrive because they have been able to be in the right spaces with people who believe in them. And these are, we are both pastors and leaders in the kingdom who do very similar things, but at the same time willing to say, hey, I don't have the skill set to really help this person get to their next level. 
So I'm going to send them your way. So you got some more people coming your <laughs> and way. And I train the way. them put that and out I there. send them back home. I train them and Ooh. I send them back to her. Well trained and ready to move in whatever area she need them to move in within her, her ministry or, or, or her network. That's how you do it. It's like, I don't train them and say, okay, now that I train them, they're mine. I don't do that. I train them and I send them back. That's how it and that's how kingdom is supposed to operate. That's how <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to teach the people, Doctor K, because they they not oh listening. My goodness, they're not. <laughs> they're not listening, but it's all, it's all good. And I, I I'm excited because, like you said, just to be able to see the growth of you know those different individuals that have had a chance to do that is blown my mind. I'm like, whoa! Like I knew that you were you know, passionate about this, but to now you have the training and to hear the passion that comes along with that after they have been really trained and developed, it just excites me. And I can see them really thrive and they're able to build the biggest piece, their confidence, because sometimes trauma will take the hit on your confidence. And when you can accomplish milestones and goals that you set for yourself, it just boosts you up to the space where you can really trust yeah. God enough. And that's a word for somebody right there. Trust, trust God enough God. to walk out what he's giving you to do. You know what I mean? And that's how, that's what it's all God about. One plants, one waters. God gives the increase. That's iron it. sharpens iron. Oh that's what the word is. So yeah, we're going to have to do another we yes. have to do another podcast session yes. about collaboration. Because I want people um, to hear right now, if you're not collaborating <laughs> somebody in the new year, people you are going it. to be lost. You're going to be lost. It's going to require it. collaboration. <laughs> we are you not can. supposed to be on this walk alone. You cannot. So true. I, even as visionary to visionary, I'm learning that myself. Um, collaboration and just working together because all of us have different skill sets all of us have different levels of experience we all have different strengths and weaknesses and when you're working with someone else you can get you know far more done is walking together working together walking together collaborating bouncing ideas off each other and sharing that space that's how um you can thrive like even with a woman who knows her work network, myself and Overseer Kim, who are good friends, sister friends, been friends for years and years. And to be able to come together to do the end of the year event, because we typically, she would attend my end of the year event with some of her ladies from her network and we would usually do it in person. And so because of the pandemic, we weren't able to do that. And so we're like, hey, let's work together and do something virtually. And the Lord was speaking to her and speaking to me about what to do. And so we decided to come so together to do the virtual fun. thing. And it was so awesome <laughs> like to be able to be online. We had a great yes. time, but yes. also just to impact those women's lives together and to be a part of each other's networks is just a blessing. So I'm excited about what's to come. So Dr. K, we have just enjoyed you today. Um, my last question was related to how we can get connected to you. And you kind of shared a little bit about that. But for those that are out there that want to get connected um, to the different businesses and um, projects that you um, have If going they on, want to connect with me, they can reach step? me on Facebook. Just type my name in, Karen Lomax. 
Um, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at hers LLC, um, at Karen Lomax Ministries, or at Kairos LLC. On all of those are on Instagram. Or if you want to, oh, and I'm a hers girl at Instagram as well. Same handles on Twitter. Um, if you want to connect with me um, through my websites, you can go to KarenLomaxMinistries.org. Um, hers, H-E-R-R-S, L-L-C dot biz, B-I-Z. And I'm a hersgirl.com. And also I have a blog. If you want to check out my blog, I have a blog that's over at um, Weebly at uh, Karen.Weebly.com. KarenLomax.Weebly.com. I have that over there as well. That's my, my little blog that I work on. So you can find me. Yeah. Okay, see, I didn't yeah, know about I got a blog. blog. So I gotta add Karen, that to my KarenLomax.Weebly.com <laughs> um, And if you don't remember all this stuff, I always tell people, and I don't say it cocky, I say it confidently because it does help people to find me. Just type in Karen D. Lomax in Google. Everything I have pops up. The websites and all. Twitter, everything. Right. Well, I will definitely put in the comment section or the note section within um, the podcast for people to reach out to you and connect on social media. Um, but I just want to say thank you, Mentor, for taking time out of your busy, busy, busy life to interview with me on the last week of the year. Um, and I'm just so godly proud of you and so thankful for you know your time and for you pouring into me and the mentees that I have that you've been able to support as well. We are growing and thriving because you did not give up. And so I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm excited to um, see what is coming for 2021. I do have a project that okay. I want, um, would like you to be a part of related to I'm Not My Pain. So I'll get with you because okay. that will be an actual series of live sessions on different topics. And so I would love for you to come and connect okay. and be on the panel for a specific session that um, that I'm going to host. And then for those that are out there, Queens Fellowship Network, we are going to be having our, um, <laughs> you missed the mini conference. Oh, shame on you. Oh, man. Oh, the mini conference was so powerful. Wow. So we are going to have our actual virtual conference coming up in March. And so Dr. Karen is going to be one of our speakers in addition to some other amazing women of God. So we want you to stay tuned for that. But I appreciate you spending your day or afternoon, morning, whatever time you're listening to this with us. And um, Dr. Uh, no, Karen, is there anything else you, you want to share before um, for we inviting me up? on? And, you know, I love doing these types of interviews because I can just stay in my bed with my head rag on and, and not look like nothing. Um, but, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so proud of you and everything that God has been doing in you, through you and for you. Just keep going. I, I love it. Thank you. And I got my hair wrap on as well. Pin Bobby Pin still in my wrap and everything. I was like, okay, we can we can do this and still be excited and present <laughs> without having to have a face on or hair on. <laughs> so I love it. 
<laughs> well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and week, Dr. K, and I'll be in touch with you. And for our listening audience, thank you for joining us for this amazing session series, Prepare for the Marketplace with Dr. Karen D. Lomax. Um, we look forward to connecting with you in 2021.